This is the Mike Force Podcast. Good day, everybody, and welcome to another Mike Force Podcast. Today we're going over Bad Batch Episode 11, Metamorphosis. And I just want to start off by saying that I feel like this episode was definitely one of the darker Bad Batch episodes of this season, let alone of the entire series. I believe it had a lot of darker tones and darker stories being told up front and behind the scenes. So with that, let's get into it. We see Nala Say, we get reintroduced to Nala Say, who is the Kaminoan cloning engineer that got taken by the Empire when Kamino got destroyed and got separated between Omega and Nalase. And we'll see Omega get kind of dragged into it later on, in the, like right at the very end of the show. We also get to see, and this is all happening on Mount Tantus. So in this episode, we get to witness Mount Tantus in animated form, and we get introduced to it. And one of the highlighted people within the Mount Tantus operation is Dr. Hemlock. And I believe he is the one appointed by Palpatine or some other, maybe Tarkin, some other higher official within the Empire. And he is also a cloning doctor, but still not as skilled as the Kaminoans, like Nala Say. So they're seeking her help, even though she's being held prisoner. And she's refusing to give them the help that they need, the help that they demand. Nala Say and Dr. Hemlock must have been friends at some point, because you can see there was some relationship there, but he still threatens her if she decides not to help them, whatever Palpatine wants them to achieve. And we're going to see that kind of unravel, I'm sure, as the season goes on, and future seasons as well. But anyways, so basically Nala Say denies him the help, and then he says, is there any other Kaminoans? And one of the assistants to him says that the Prime Minister of Kamino is on Coruscant in Imperial security, basically being held by the Imperial system. They call him to come to Tantus, to Mount Tantus, perhaps to persuade Nalasay or to find out how they can persuade Nalasay to join them in their cloning efforts. And then we get to Sid and the Bad Batch on the Marauder, they're going back and forth at it. Say Bad Batch is upset at Sid for not helping them get off that planet from the previous two episodes. Sid says, you got your ship back. What's wrong? Um, basically, they she mentions there's another job of a downed ship, and we see that ship go down that she's talking about. We see that ship go down in the beginning, and there's a creature on board, and the clone commandos, we get to see some clone commandos right from the start. Basically, the clone commandos get eaten, we find out, and that ship lands on another planet. So, but going back to the Marauder, Sid and the Bad Batch have, like, tensions, and Hunter basically kind of threatens, what if we don't come back to you at all? And Sid is like, don't test me. They go on yet another, you can say it's like a mission for Sid, but it kind of develops into something way more, which I think is the point to where they start to wean off of Sid, and they start to distance themselves. So we'll see how that relationship is impacted from this episode. 
And yeah, pretty interesting how it all sparked with another said mission, but developed into something greater that relates to the Mount Tantus situation. So basically the Bad Batch goes to this planet where the downed ship has landed, and they go inside the downed ship. It's all eerie, it's all kind of torn up and claw marks on the wall, so they find out there's a beast inside there, and they don't see any of the other uh, clones that were basically the, the crew, like the crew that was transporting this beast. And... They're kind of interested because Omega points out at one point they go to the lab, or they go to this area, and she notices it looks like a Kaminoan lab facility. And it must have been used for some kind of like, like cloning procedures or something. And she just never saw a setup like that, like it was on Kamino. So basically they, they kind of find out that there's more going on here than meets the eye, and they finally see the beast. And it looks like, kind of like a boar, or like something that we've never really seen before. And it feeds off of energy. So all those electro electrical pulses within the ship, it feeds off of that. And it ends up getting bigger and growing in size based off of this energy that it consumes. So they get in a tussle with it. You can't shoot it. It deflects the blaster bolts. And come to find out, it escapes and starts heading toward a village on the planet that it was on, and starts feeding off the power, kind of like the power energy source for that village. And it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and they find out that it, it will get bigger, because tech reveals that that's what it feeds off of, and it will grow much larger in size. So the Bad Batch escape the ship, and they find out that it has been feeding on the village's energy, and the villagers are starting to notice at this point too, and they're freaking out, so the Bad Batch says, well, we let it out. We got to stop it. And Hunter, Wrecker, Tech, and Omega all run toward, I think, Hunter and Wrecker take the ship and try to shoot it down. And Tech and Omega are kind of researching and getting all the data from within the ship yet about what that beast is, what they were doing, and what happened. They, don't, they can't stop the beast until it grows into what is revealed to be a Zillow beast. So that, that initial smaller form must have been its baby form. And when it consumed and consumed more energy, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And we remember the Zillow beast from the Clone Wars. And so do the Bad Batch. So at that point, they kind of realize what this thing is, what the Empire is trying to do. And they get a little idea of what they're in store for, but they don't know how to defeat it. But eventually, along comes the Empire, because from earlier in the episode, Dr. Hemlock makes sure that they can retrieve the Zillow Beast and let, not let anybody see it. There's no evidence of what happened. They, don't, they want to tie up all loose ends. So the Empire comes in, chases away the Marauder, and a couple ships try and take out Wrecker and Hunter. And then, basically, Tech and Omega scatter out of the ship because the Empire's also going to blow up the downed ship, so there's no evidence of that. Empire captures the Zillow Beast with a ray, kind of a ray weapon, probably how they took it down in the Clone Wars as well, so they remember how to kind of subdue the Zillow Beast. And then they capture the Zillow Beast, take it back to Mount Tantus, store it under Mount Tantus with the other ones, and basically they take all the villagers that witnessed all of it, 
and the poor villagers because they had no choice in what happened that day. So they all get rounded up and taken away. And we're not sure what happened to them, but I know that the Empire is probably going to take care of them in some way. Probably not the best way. But the Bad Batch escaped. So Hunter and Wrecker picked up Omega and Tech, and they took off, and they escaped the Empire's grasp. Dr. Hemlock eventually learns of this, and he's not sure who escaped, but it was a ship, and a military-grade ship. We leave off with the Empire trying to figure out who that was, not knowing it was the Bad Batch. So I'm guessing once they find out who it was, Crosshair is going to come back into play, and possibly Rampart as well. So... We might be getting to the point where Bad Batch and Crosshair are going to cross paths again. And then Nala say, she is still within the cell once they return to Mount Tantis, as in just the show itself. And we see Dr. Hemlock going to approach the arriving shuttle that has the Prime Minister of Kamino on it, to which they end up, Dr. Hemlock and the Prime Minister, end up discussing now, Nala Se's situation about her not cooperating with the Empire and its needs, its demands. And the Prime Minister kind of scoffs at Hemlock and he's like, amazing you have all this tech, but not the skill to use it to achieve their goals. So they basically end up talking with one another and eventually the Prime Minister reveals that there's a clone girl close to Nala say that if Hemlock retrieves the girl and uses her, that would be a way of convincing Nala say to assist the Empire. Not only is Hemlock on the verge to discover the Bad Batch, but also Omega. So this is going to be a very interesting climax and a very interesting situation playing out here in the next couple episodes. I am excited as to where this season's going to go. And this episode dropped the same week as the first first episode of Season 3, Chapter 17 of The Mandalorian. So I think both of the shows lived up to the hype, and I think they were very, very quality episodes for this week. Um, if you guys enjoyed, hopefully you did, and thank you for listening. The Force is strong in us all.